Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Flea Flicker. I'm your host, John Murray. And yes, I know before we before we go off and say anything, yes, we did one of these a couple of hours ago, but we're kind of on a roll. And for right now, this is a, this is a, this is an episode that I probably should have done earlier, yeah, way earlier than what I'm doing it right now. But as I promised, I promised my fans and I promised you that I would give you my NFL draft grades. And I haven't had a chance to do this because of, you know, because of work, because of work. And I'm always off doing, it seems like I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And we certainly we discuss, we, I do my best to update you on best NFL news and give you my inputs, my intakes on this, 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 and this. So I feel kind of bad that I have not had a chance to get around to, um, to do, to grade my NFL drafts for you. So for this episode, I'm gonna do the very best I can to grade, to grade at my NFL draft and see who gets an A. Maybe somebody gets an F. Who knows? But before we get into that, for those people who are joining me for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. And please, please, by all means, invite your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, whomever else you need to invite. And for those who been from day one. I want to say thank you for doing so, and please, please, you know, invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, whoever you need to invite, please do so. Um, like I said, this is a uh, this is an episode that I should have done probably a long time ago. Um, certainly after the NFL draft was actually done, I should have done this, but I did not get around to doing it. And I promised, I promised you that I would do it, and right now. Since I have the time today, I've been off from work today, and now I get a chance to put in not one, but two episodes in one day, which is kind of unheard of me doing, of doing, but I'm going to do it anyway, anyway. So for those, for those who are listening right now, we are going to start on it. Uh, there is no particular order. Really, this is more like, I guess, you could say it's alphabetical order, so to speak. This is not any division by division or whatever the case might be this is pretty much a um this will be an alphabetical order type of thing let's start let's start with the arizona cardinals and of course it's like i said we're going alphabetically here now for arizona i have looked at arizona's draft and they did draft what they thought was certain needs. They drafted a tight end, Trey McBride from Colorado State, who was one of the better, let's say, receiving tight ends in this draft. But the problem is, it wasn't a huge must. They did re-sign Zach Ertz, and they brought back Max Williams. So they've got two veteran tight ends. Now, Grand Trey is a look at the future, and since we have signed, since we have now signed Colin Murray to a new five-year contract, Again, I guess if you want to, you could probably grade. I can say, I guess you can grade also the Cardinals draft by the, they got Marquise Brown in this draft, part of a trade. So I guess if you want to grade it, we can grade it like that as well. Now, they did pick up a couple of um, edge rushers, Cameron Thomas and uh, Sanders from the University of Cincinnati, a couple of pass rushers that have some potential have some potential, and something they certainly need was some more edge rushers. I know J.J. Watt, but J.J. is getting getting along in age, 
and um, you don't know how much longer he's going to be hanging hanging the leg. They did get a couple of couple of um, linemen to help out with the offensive line. The sleeper of this whole pack, hold the sleeper pick may be a gentleman from the uh, Southern Cal, Ingram. Yeah, Ingram may very well be a sleeper pick for fantasy people out there. James Ingram's history of injuries. I know they've got Enos Benjamin, but this Ingram guy could be a guy that you might want to keep an eye on if you get a chance to catch any preseason preseason drafts. Well, it's not preseason drafts, but any preseason games. I'm sure Ingram will be involved in it, and a lot of people are speaking very highly of this young man. So the Cardinals, like I said, they didn't have I didn't have a draft pick to round three because I'm sure the Marquise Brown was part of was part of that equation. So if I don't base it off of getting Marquise Brown, I gotta get I gotta trade their draft a C. It's gonna be a hard C. Again, McBride, I do like McBride, possible upside, but it's something that you did not need to do. They did get some edge rushers, they got some offensive linemen, and they got a running back. A running back that could have maybe a decent future for them down the road, but for the Cardinals, I get them. I have to give them a hard, a hard C, hard C for that. Next up would be the, um, and the next team we'll talk about. It we'll talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the first pick they got, Drake London, which to me, they certainly need a receiver. But the Cowboys the receiving core for them is not really good at all. They've kind of got a bunch of cast on some other teams. And, of course, Calvin Ridley is serving a year-long suspension. And Ridley, who may not really be back at all in 2023, at least that's the assumption, that could be a possibility. He could be traded off to somewhere else. And, of course, it depends on the suspension. It depends It depends if he serves a long suspension. Um, but Drake London, he was considered one of the better receivers in the draft. So they certainly need a receiver. So certainly that was a must for the Atlanta Falcons. So I have no issues issues with that at all whatsoever. And they drafted an edge rusher from uh, from Penn State again. Is something that they needed. They need to get to the passer because because Atlanta's, Atlanta's defense has not been that good the last couple of last couple of years. It has been fading. Um, they did draft a quarterback of the future, Desmond Reader. Better, so to me, Reader's one of those guys. Reader Reader's one of those guys that is going to eventually replace Marcus Mariota, whether it's this season, whether it's going to be, who knows, twenty twenty three, but he's a guy that Atlanta's very high on. He won a lot of football games for the Cincinnati Bearcats, and he even got Cincinnati Bearcats into the national title picture. So, it's very it's very interesting to see. What this young man can do, what he's capable of doing, of doing, but you got you, you have to kind of like Atlanta's. Hopefully, they got a quality future ahead of them. If you got your Mister Quarterback, London, remember Kyle Pitts is there as well. At least that's a starting point. But they certainly need some help. They do. They certainly need a running game. Um, I don't know if Patterson. Patterson's not the answer to the future. He had a good year last year. He. Finally got used properly in the right system. But I don't know, can he repeat on that performance? But Patterson, again, is not a running back. Now, they did draft a running back from BYU. 
Now, whether I'm sure he may get some playing time, maybe we're not 100 percent positive on that. But to be honest with you, I think. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I believe that could be very interesting. He, he is a guy that I believe again. If you're looking for a, if you guys are drafting in like a, you call it a dynasty draft, a gentleman named Tyler Allergy, 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 and I probably mispronounced the, name, the man's name wrong, but again, he's looked into the future for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm gonna give Atlanta Falcons a B minus because I do like London. Uh, they got the quarterback of the future and maybe a, an, under, an underrated running back. They, they get some pass rushing help. So the Falcons, I'm going to give them a B minus in the hopes that they are looking to build towards towards the future. For the next alphabetical order, we're going with the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Baltimore Ravens always seem to have a great draft. Well, that seems to be the case for the Baltimore Ravens. They always seem to draft very well. And the first big one of the best safeties in the draft, Kyle Hamilton, fell fell into a lap, and they couldn't. They went ahead and swiped, swooped him up. Now, the secondary injured was injured ridden last year. It's healthy this year. They've added some other players to the team, so Hamilton just makes the secondary that much better. And I think guys like Mitchell Trubisky in their own division to Lamar Jackson, and I think even Joe Burrow's going to have some problems with this with this young secondary. Again. Lyman's always been a thing for the Baltimore Ravens. They went out and got Tyler Lindenbaum, who may be the best center in this draft. And again, he's still, he's still a young man. Now, they went out. They could have maybe stole an edge rusher from the University of Michigan. He had injuries, but they gambled. They gambled on him. He got hurt. And uh, believe, yeah, he could be a guy that you certainly have to Keep your eye on and David Obi. Definitely keep an eye on him. Again, he's hurt. I don't know if he'll need to play this season or not. But but we'll see. But we'll see. Um an interesting pick for them is Charlie is Charlie Kolar, tight end from, from Iowa State. He had a pretty good um pretty good career for Iowa Iowa State. I'm interested to see how he fits into the system with the certainly with Mark Andrews, it is very interesting, but you know how they are. The Ravens, they continue to draft well, and for the Ravens, it's it's hard to give them a bad grade. But I'm gonna give them a straight. I'm gonna give them a B. They've done well. They always do. They always do well in the draft. To the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. The last couple of years, they've had some pretty good drafts. They've spent more time on. The defensive side of the ball, and again, this draft they did. They got Elam from Florida. Elam is more likely going to be the is going to be a starting cornerback for this team. The one pick I do like, James Cook. James Cook is certainly a guy that fancy people are going to, are really going to have to look at for because to me, at the end of the day, he could very well replace Devin Singletary and maybe sort of replace Zach Moss eventually. They got Duke Johnson as a third down back, but Cook is 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 a is a barn burner. He's, he's a guy that is going to certainly, I believe, going to be the future running back for the Buffalo Bills. Now, again, they drafted, you know, they drafted a couple linebackers and, a, and a, um, an offensive lineman and another cornerback from um, Villanova. 
and actually they drafted a punter as well. So to be honest with you, for this team, for this team, for the Buffalo Bills, I gotta give Buffalo. I have to. I'm gonna give Buffalo Bills a. I'm gonna give them a B minus. I want to give them a C, but I'm gonna give them a grade of a, of a B minus because they did because they drafted a couple of, of defense of defensive backs. They got a, a running back that I believe could be the fu- could be the future. They did draft they did after they had another receiver, but for them I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them a B minus. I would like to give them a C, but I'm gonna grade it on a curve and I'm gonna give them a B minus for what for what this. Now the Carolina Panthers again we're going alphabetical order here certainly. They got their left tackle of the future, hopefully for the next 10, 11, 12 years. Matt Carl, they got him as a steal in the third round. He's going to be the quarterback of the future. I know that um, Sam Donald's there. I know Baker Mayfield. They've just got Baker Mayfield. But this guy hopefully will be the quarterback of the of the future. Now, they did draft, you know, they did draft another edge rusher, another lineman. So they draft a couple linemen that hope to help out the offense line get better. But for the, but for this team, for this team, I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them a B for the simple fact is I know some experts are giving them an A, but I'm gonna give them a B. The simple fact is they need a left tackle of the future. Maybe they got the quarterback of the future, but that is to be questionable. But again, they did get the tackle that hope they could be there for the next 10, 11, 12 years, and we'll see how that. They need a couple offensive linemen. They need to get better. They get better there. They did draft one pass rusher. And to be honest with you, the Panthers' defense is kind of an underrated defense. A defense that's coming coming along. Next, we're going to the Chicago Bears. And the Chicago Bears had an interesting an interesting draft. They did get Kyle Gordon and Jack and Jacquez Brisket, a couple of uh defensive backs. The New coach, it's a defensive coach, and they're trying to get this. They're trying to get the defense back up to Chicago Bears standards of the monsters or the mid of the midway, so to speak. Uh, certainly, they did get Jones Jr. from Tennessee. Uh, uh, added another receiver, another weapon to to help Justin Fields out. Now they did add one out. <clears throat> they did draft a few offensive linemen, which is certainly. A spot they need help in is on the offensive line. They need that. They need that badly. They did draft a running back, which I don't know if running back is a, a monster need for for them. Um, to be honest with you, the Bears didn't do that bad of a job. They went out and got a couple of you know defensive backs. They got some offensive linemen. They did, and again, they did get one receiver. But to me, I'm gonna give the Bears. I'm gonna give the Bears. A high C plus. I would almost give him a B minus, but I would love to see him got maybe some more receivers. I do like what they did in the first. They didn't have a first round pick, but they did a very nice job for themselves in the first and two second round picks that they can put in the back end of their secondary for the next for many many years to come. They did go out. They did get some offensive linemen. That's something that they they didn't really need to do. So for the Bears, I gotta give them a C plus. We move on. We talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. Once again, we're going by, we're going alphabetical order. Now, for the Cincinnati Bengals, it's hard for me. I have to go. I've been going back and forth. But for Cincinnati Bengals, I'm going to be hard on my Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them a D. 
Now, this is the lowest grade thus far of any draft pick. And I know you're saying myself, John, why did, why did you grade the Bengals a D? Now, they did pick up, you know, they did pick up um, Hill, safety from, from Michigan. He's a, good, he's a good player. But they could have probably gone out and got maybe a cornerback instead of that safety spot. Now, they did get, they did get a corner in the second round. He was very quick. He was very quick. But to be honest with you, I'm not really sold on him. Now they went out. I think one guy that you might look at is Volson for North Dakota State. I think he's a guy that could maybe very well be the best pick of the draft for the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, he adds to the offensive line to protect one Joe to protect one Joe Burrow. Now they went out. They got a couple of defensive players to, to add more depth to that defensive line. But to be honest with you, I like Hill. I like his upside. And to be honest with you. I believe he's going to end up replacing Bates eventually starting next season. But I would love to see the Bengals coming off of a Super Bowl season to do a much better job than what they did. So, again, the Bengals, to me, I'm hard on my Cincinnati Bengals, but I'm going to give them a D. They could have done a better job. They could have done a much better job than what they did. To the Cleveland Browns. Now the Cleveland didn't have a didn't have a you know Cleveland with the Deshaun Watson deal they didn't have a pick until about the third round so it's kind of hard to justify to what they did in this year's draft. Um, to me, they had an, another cornerback from Mississippi State. Um, the one interesting pick I do like is David Bell from Purdue. I do I do like I do like the pick. He is a guy that will be thrust into maybe a bigger role for the Cleveland Browns this season. I know they got Omari Cooper. Peoples, I believe, is probably going to be the number two guy, but Bell may be number three, and I think Bell is going to be a guy to certainly look out for for the Cleveland Browns down the road. Um, yes, they've, they added a couple of receivers. They added Michael Woods from Oklahoma. They did add, they actually, they got a kicker in the fourth round. Now, I know it's it's a lot of teams don't do don't draft kickers or punters, but then again, Buffalo Bills drafted a punter. I think the Baltimore Ravens drafted a punter. Everybody I know in to get the Cincinnati Bengals crowd, they drafted Evan McPherson last year, and look how that turned out for them. So, but for Cleveland, for Cleveland, I had to give Cleveland. I gotta give Cleveland a D, basing off of this. The Deshaun Watson took a lot. A lot, yeah, it took a lot, a lot of picks. I do like the David Bell pick. I think David Bell could be a very interesting pick. But again, you did draft to the third round and you gave up a lot on a guy that never will be suspended for who knows how long. But for me, the Cleveland Browns, I gotta say, ladies and gentlemen, they get a D in my book. Let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the Dallas Cowboys, they went out. Their first pick is they drafted Tyler Smith. A lot of people felt that Tyler Smith was a reach, a reach. They could have got him in, they could have got him in the, maybe the second round. Uh, Tyler Smith may wind up being a guard. He may move inside to guard something. And I believe they believe he may replace, he may be the left tackle of the future for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Sam Williams, Noah's Ed Rusher, they lost Brandon Gregory. They need to replace to replace him. Now they did replace him with Dennis, with, excuse me, Dexter Fowler in the offseason as a as a pickup. Now Jalen Talbert is going to have to do a lot more. He's going to step his game up. Gallup is 
out for who knows how long because of an ACL injury. We don't know how long he is going to be out, but he's going to have he's going to he's, he's going to he's asked to step up, and we'll see what he does. Now, Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin. Ferguson becomes a very interesting pick because of of the situation with Dalton Schultz. And will Dalton Schultz be will Dalton Schultz be gone next year? If he is, Jake Ferguson is going to have to step up his game hugely in his rookie year because he's going to have to prove to Dallas Brass that he is decent a decent enough player to the point where hey we can go ahead we can trade we can get rid of uh, Dalton Schultz. We ain't got to pay him the fat contract that he's going to want, and I think that's that's going to be an issue. An issue. Now again, they went out again. They went out. They they drafted some some more linebackers, more depth on the line. Uh, they did draft one. They did draft a cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. It's kind of a hard draft to to determine for me. For the Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to give the Cowboys a C minus. I'm going to be harsh on the Cowboys. Smith, they could have gotten the second round. Um, you know, they did draft Williams. Uh, Tolbert is, is, is a need. Ferguson, I'm interested to see what Ferguson can do. But for them, I'm going to give them a C minus. I could give them a C, but we'll give them a C minus for right now. To the Denver Broncos. Now, Denver Broncos, I think, done more in the offseason. In the offseason. Getting Russell Wilson, they did pretty much pretty much any any anything else. Um, they did draft another edge. They only hit. They drafted another edge rusher, more 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 to the defense. Um, they drafted maybe the future tight end and Greg Dolovich from UCLA. Maybe the future tight end. We'll see how that how that goes. Uh, to me, they pretty much spent a lot more on the defensive side of the ball. Than anything else, I think they got what one, maybe one offensive, one offensive lineman for the Denver for the Denver Broncos. And for the Denver Broncos, we have to give them. I have to give them a C. I got to see. I've got to see if adding these guys to already pretty good defense, how these guys are gonna are gonna fit in. I think you know. I think of the gentleman from Oklahoma, Nick. Bonito, I believe he is going to be a guy that I believe that will fit into the system. He'll fit into the system nice. But we'll see. For me, I have to give him a C again. They didn't, of course, they drafted in the second round. But we'll see. We'll see. It's, it's already an established defense. They've already had more defense. Uh, the receiving core did not need to be worked on. The running game is pretty fine. It's a team that's hard to kind of like draft, draft for. They've almost got almost every everything that you need. Detroit Lions. Now, a lot of people feel that Detroit, Detroit Lions could be one of the more interesting teams this year. Now, they drafted maybe sometimes the best player in this year's draft, and Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson certainly holds out. Aiden Hutchinson and Josh Pas- Pasquale from uh, Kentucky are two gentlemen that are, could be rock-solid defensive players for the Detroit Lions for years to come. The most interesting pick was Jamison, Jamison w- w- Williams, who they end up getting now, who they end up trading back up to get. Now, Williams is a very interesting pick. Williams is considered maybe this first, maybe the first or second best type, the second best receiver, I think, in this, in this year's draft. Now, certainly, 
certainly the um, it can be interesting. The simple fact is they've got they got some quality receivers, but Williams could be the best receiver of 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 them all. Now they spent a lot. They spent probably more on the defensive side of the ball, which is something they need to do. The offensive line's not bad. You have two decent running backs in Swift and Williams. Your receiving core, you add Williams to the team. For this, I mean, for them, I have to give. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the Detroit Lions a B because they got they went out. They spent a lot on defense. You got maybe it depends on Williamson how quickly he can recover from the, from that ACL injury that he got. You know in. You know, the national championship game. I'm interested to see what he can do for him. We'll see. But for Detroit, maybe maybe things are getting better in the Mo, in the Motown, but we'll give them a a B. Now to the Green Bay Packers. Same division. Now, you can look at Green Bay's draft in certain ways. Now the first two the first two picks, they went out and got defense, but they got two very good defensive players. And Quan Walker and Devontae Wyatt, which will certainly help out help out their help out a already pretty decent defense. Now they went out, they did get Christian Watson, they did get the receiver that some people is a is a big dude and he has a lot of potential potential. We'll see how how quick he can um and they did add, they add to Dobbs from Nevada. Some people like some people like him. So they did draft three receivers. They drafted some more offensive linemen. You know, the one thing about the Green Bay Packers is they, they know how to draft decent offensive linemen. Again, this will continue to add more depth to that offensive line. And again, they got a again another pass rusher for them. You know, for the for the for the Green Bay Packers, we're gonna give them a B minus. For the simple fact, I like what they did as far as the two two first two picks go. I know it's not a receiver for the first two picks, but let's be honest with you, they did exactly they did exactly what they needed to do. They did what was best for the team. Again, they bulked up, actually added more to a pretty decent defense. Now Watson, they did, they had to get they did trade back on the second round to get Watson. Now whether Watson is not going to replace no Devontae Adams, but maybe he's a guy that you look at towards the future. And again. Offensive line, they always find quality offensive linemen in the uh, in the draft. They always seem to find that for the depth. But we'll give we'll give the Green Bay Packers a B. The Houston Texans. Now the Houston Houston made maybe one of the surprise picks when they took Derek Stingley Jr. A lot of people thought that Gardner was the best cornerback in the draft, but they went out and got Stingley. Now the second, the again in the first round, they went out and got Kenyon Green. Again, Texas needs some offensive line help. They went ahead and got an interior lineman. Now again, one of the more underrated players I think in this draft is uh, Jalen Petrie from Baylor. A lot of people, talk, a lot of scouts talked about this young man in the draft, and Houston got him. Another guy that kind of gets my attention is uh, John Michi. Is John Michi the third? A lot of people forgot Michi. You know, a lot of people talk about all the old receivers, but Michi was a pretty solid player for the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. And now he goes to Houston. He has a chance to make an impact. Now, certainly Brandon Cooks is the number one guy, and rightfully so. But I do like Michi, and I do like I do like his upside. 
the one guy that gets the one guy that I really do like, running back Damian Pierce, the man to keep your eye on, and for fantasy owners, keep an eye on Mr. P- keep an eye on him big time, because I got to be honest with you, I don't see Rex Burkhead, and in, in the long run, I don't see Marlon yeah, Marlon Mack being the moving for the future. Pierce is a guy that's going to be the future future at running back, and again they did they go out. They didn't do bad for themselves. You know, for Houston, I'm going to give Houston a high grade. I'm going to give them an A- minus for the simple fact is they didn't do bad. They went out. They got some linemen. They got a, they got a uh, cornerback that I believe has a good future in this league. Some think Gardner probably should have been drafted in the spot and not him. They got a receiver, Michi, which I think is going to be good. And Pierce, I think, could be a very in- interesting player for this team moving moving forward. Now, the Indianapolis Colts. Now, the Colts didn't have a pick until the second round. They went out and got Alex Pierce from the University of Cincinnati. Now, Alex, I mean, Pierce is a guy that's probably going to be using the receiver. He's going to be probably counted on very early and very often. Now, whether he starts or not, I don't really know. Uh, Pittman is the, is certainly, Michael Pittman is the biggest weapon that that they've got as of right now. And I'm interested to see what Pierce Pierce can do. Now, Woods from University of Virginia kind of gets my attention. He's a big dude. Um, the Colts have a habit of finding those tight ends. They got Cox, who is from uh, VCU, from a, a school that is known for basketball, but doesn't even have a football program. He's a very interesting pick. Uh, the one guy I think is a good pick for them is Nick Cross from Maryland. Uh, I keep an eye on him for the Colts fans. Keep an eye on him. I think he's got a nice, nice, nice upside. Um, again, uh, another guy that I think could be very interesting is Raymond from the Central Michigan. Again, offensive line help is needed for the for the Colts. This guy can step in. I think he could do a pretty, pretty decent job. For the Colts, I say for the Colts, and I'll say this much, I would give the Colts a C-plus on this. I don't know much about Pierce. Woods is interesting. I do like the Raymond pick, and I think Woods, I think, I think, you know, I think the the three third-round picks kind of give the Colts that C-plus grade that I'm giving them right now. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Again, First year under Doug Peterson. Let's look at it. Tavon Walker was the first overall pick in the draft. A lot of people are up and down on Tavon, and Tavon Walker. Some things that some believe that Walker has a good future in this league. He has untapped potential, as they as they as they are saying. But we'll see. We'll see how that how that pans out for them. Um, Devin Lloyd, I do like from Utah. His draft grade was up and down. It was kind of all over the board. But Lloyd's a guy that can step in and be a starter from you know from from day one. Um, one guy that I think is going to be asked to do a lot is Snoop Connor from Mrs. from Mississippi. A lot's going to be asked asked of him. You got to remember James Robinson is, is out. We don't he's out. Don't know when he's coming back in. And Snoop is going to be asked to do. He's going to be asked to do probably quite a bit. So it's interesting to see what he what he can do for Jacksonville. I'm going to give Jacksonville a C. I'm interested to see what Walker and Lloyd can do in that, in that system. 
I'm, I want to see what they can do. But for them, let's let's say C minus. We'll we'll regrade and we'll give them a C a C minus. I'm interested to see what these guys, what these, what what they can do. The Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs have been have won a Super Bowl, lost the Super Bowl, lost the AFC Championship game. Some people think the Chiefs are taking a step back, and that's not the case here with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are a pretty consistent team. The Chiefs kind of remind me of the Buffalo Bills <laughs> a little bit. Now, let's look at their draft. They drafted uh, a cornerback in Trent McDuffie, a solid pick. He's, he's had a pretty good career at the University of Washington. He's a guy that they can plug in and certainly put in, certainly be put to use. Uh, they drafted uh, Caliphas from Purdue. Again, he held, he's going to bulk up the edge, the edge rush. Sky Moore. Sky Moore is part of the we gotta replace Tyreek Hill mode for for this you know for the school. You know, for the Kansas City Chiefs, we're gonna see what he can what he can bring what he can bring to the tape to the table. Now again they spent they spent a lot of time in the secondary, which is something they need to address, and that's what they did address in the draft. They did add they added a receiver in Sky Moore for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm gonna give him a B minus. Some people believe that Kansas City Chiefs had a quality draft, but for me, let's give him, let's give him, let's give him a B minus. Some like to give him an A, but we'll go for B minus. Let's go to the team that's in their own division, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders. Now the Raiders didn't have a pick until the third round, and their draft is kind of hard is is a hard read for me. The guy that may turn out to be the most interesting player is Zaire White. Now, you got to remember Josh Davis on last year's contract. Keenan Drake is coming to camp. He, he will play. He is ready to go. He's had an ankle issue last season. Kind of hurt his chances. But, again, with the Raiders, it's kind of hard, hard to um, address what they did. For the for the Raiders, I got to give them a D because, again, they did draft for the third round. And the best player may be Zaire White of that draft. Now, again, we'll stay in the division. Seems to be a recurring theme here. Let's go to the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, Zion Johnson, again, one of those Boston College, Boston College players, right? A, you know, the Boston College team's always produced those offensive linemen. Again, I think he will probably start right away. Um... Isaiah Spillman is an interesting is an interesting choice for them. Isaiah at one point in time was one of the top running backs in the draft. He didn't have that good of a year last year. His stock dips. Now, you do have Austin Eckler. He is the number one running back. Joshua Kelly, I'm gonna guess, is probably number two. They got Larry Roundtree, a late round draft a couple years ago that has some potential. But to me, a lot of people think that Isaiah Spillman could be the guy that could eventually be the number two running back. He will, he's not going to replace Austin Eckler, but a lot of people feel that this guy could be the number two. Could certainly be the number two, um, number two, uh, you know, running back for at least for the for the Chargers. Now, the Chargers went out. They added, you know, they added a couple of offensive linemen. They got Spiller, who they Spiller will add another weapon to. Last for the Chargers, and get another weapon for one. Justin Herbert for them. 
for them, it's kind of hard for me to say. For them, I'm going to give the Chargers a C-. minus. The Johnson pick is not bad. So I feel like it might have been a little bit of a stretch, but we'll give them, you know, we'll give them, we'll give them a, a C, a C for the draft. Let's stay in L.A. Let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams. Now, the Los Angeles Rams, they give up what draft picks every single year, right? Or so seems to be the case. So they didn't draft until the third, third round. And they did pick up, of course, they did pick up, um, a couple of offensive, a couple offensive linemen, which is something they need to do to address the offensive line. Andrew Whitman has retired, so that's a huge, that's a huge hole to fill. Now, an interesting pick does come is is Colin Colin Williams of Notre Dame. He kind of slipped on the board. The Rams jumped on him. The Rams have came over because coming back from ACL injury. You do have Daryl Henderson, so you have two two quality running backs. So I don't know how Williams Williams fits in fits into the to the bid. They had a couple more guys in defensive in the in the, uh, in the secondary. Granted, they do have Jalen Ramsey there, but it's always good to have depth depth there. So for them for them, it's hard for me to sit back and grade them. I gotta give the Rams a D. Simple fact is there's a lot of unknowns and a lot of unknowns in that in that draft. To the Miami Dolphins, and the Miami Dolphins didn't do a lot with their draft because they didn't draft until about the third, to about the third round. Um, they took a lot of um, they took a lot of chances. Um, Channing, now yeah, Channing Tittle from um, Georgia, not a bad. It's not a bad pick for a third rounder. I'm sure they'll they'll, they'll get some use. They'll certainly get some um, use out of him. Um, but other than that, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. They did draft Skylar Thompson from Kansas from Kansas City State. For what they did draft, they did draft to their needs. But I got to be honest with you. Other than that, I got to give them a D. Other than you know, other than maybe um, Channing could be a nice little pick for them down. Nice little pick. They did draft the receiver from Texas Tech, but he's not, he's not, he's on a need right now. Cameron Good from California. Certainly, he could be into the into the system, and I don't see how much Thompson's going to do. So for me, I got to give him a D. Let's go to the Minnesota Vikings. Now the Minnesota Vikings, they drafted Lewis Klein, which to me might have been a little bit of a, of a stretch I pick, but again, they needed help in the secondary. They had Andrew Booth Jr., who some felt could have been a late first round late first round pick. They got him in the second round, so they did it. They they need to work on defense. They worked on the they worked on the back end, so they did. They did what needed to be done. Ingram is not a bad is a uh, pretty decent uh, lineman coming from LS from LSU. Um, again, they spent a lot of time on the defensive side of the ball because defense was something they needed to be work on. Needed to be work on really really hard. Um, so for me. For me, if you look at the Minnesota, look at the if you look at the Minnesota Vikings, I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give them a C plus because they did what they had to do was work on the certainly the uh, defenses out of the ball. Let's go to the New England Patriots. Now, I think what the New England Patriots is for the last several years, it seems like Bill Belichick has lost his touch when it comes to when it comes to drafting, right? Or so, or the, so that seems to be the case. Their first, their first round pick, Cole Strange. A lot of people think Cole could have been a 
simply a second round pick if they wanted to really go in that route to go get offensive line help. And I have no problem with them going out and getting getting offensive line help. They got Thornton from Baylor. They wanted to add more receiver. They went out and got they went and got Thornton Baylor. They added a couple of um they had a couple of, you know, guy cornerbacks, more linemen. Uh Pierre Strong from uh, South Dakota State is kind of is kind of a very interesting, a very interesting pick here. They've got Damian Harrison, they got Stevenson. So I help, you know, and again, I know James White returns returns this year. Now, where Pierre Strong fits in, I don't know. That's gonna be that's gonna be something to look to look forward, you know, down the road. Uh, Bailey Zapp. Zapple from a West from Western Kentucky is a very interesting pick. Right now he he appears to be trying he appears to be running for the backup quarterback spot. But again, the thing about New England is for New England we have to give them I'm gonna give them a D because to be honest with you, it was a reach to go get Strange. And that's that's the biggest thing. They did get some offense line help. They added a running back. You got a backup quarterback for the backup quarterback. Well, they added two running backs, but to me, it's Bill Belichick. It seems to have lost his touch. Now, the New Orleans Saints. Now, the Saints need a receiver with Michael Thomas. With Michael Thomas, it's questionable. So they went out and got Chris O'Leary from Ohio State. Solid pick. They need a receiver. Uh, Trevor Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. It's a pretty decent, pretty decent lineman. Again, they need a line help. Again, they went out and got a they went out and they rest spent the rest of the time on the defensive side of the ball. The defense now the Saints defense is a pretty decent defense. A lot of people don't really recognize it, but it's a solid defense. For them, for them they had for them they had two first round picks, second round pick, then they really dip. For them, I'm gonna give the Saints a C. I do like the top. I do like the top, the two, the top two picks, the top two first round picks. Or I should say first round and second round pick. I do like them. After that, again, it goes depth on the defensive side of the ball. I would love to see them have gone and got maybe another offensive lineman, maybe another receiver that could have done that. But for them, I'm gonna give them a C. Let's talk about the New York Giants. Now we're going to the New York teams, and the Giants. You know, I gotta give the Giants the. The devil they're due. They had a pretty decent draft. Uh, they went out and got the edge rusher, Thibodeau, who to me, who now has been, I think with a straight hand, has been coaching him up. I love that. Neil, you need, you need an offensive line help, and Neil was one of the better, you know. They went out, they drafted some offense, they drafted, I think, three, three offensive linemen. Again, they needed to draft offensive line. Now they got another receiver. Wondell Robinson from Kentucky. Now again, they did need a little help in the receiving, a little more depth in the receiving core. I'm not going to argue, argue that point point with you. They went out, they drafted a little secondary help for the for the uh, for the Giants. We're going to give the Giants a B plus. I would like to see them. I mean, they did they did get offense line help. I would love to see them do it a little bit more, maybe. Another, you know, maybe some more, maybe some more linebacking help. I would love to see maybe get some more linebacking help, maybe. Maybe add another couple players in, the, in defense, work on the defensive side of the ball. They did get some offense line help. I would love, I'm surprised they did not draft a running back 
for the simple for the simple fact of I love to see him do that. You don't know if Barkley's going to be back. If, if Barkley will be back, Barkley's going to have to have a blockbuster year, I think, for them to consider him. They should have maybe, I don't know, trying to look for a running back. But then again, it might have been hard to get a running back in this draft. But for them, I'm going to give them a big plus. They did, they did a pretty decent job. Ah, there's New York Jets. Now, I tell you what, the Jets looked very well in this year's draft. They got the best cornerback in the draft and Sauce and uh, old Sauce Gardner. Again, they went out, they added another receiver to help out. And they got Garrett Wilson. They got an edge rusher who could have should have been a first round, who should have been a earlier first round pick. They got him late first round and Jermaine Johnson they could add to that defense. Now Bryce Hall, they already had a pretty good player. Hall, they had a good running, they had a pretty decent running back in Michael Carter, but Bryce Hall adds, certainly adds another layer to the offense. Mm-hmm. Now they added, they added uh, Jared Rooker, a tight end from Ohio State. Now, every was kind of playing the play in the shadows of the pretty good receiving core that the Ohio State Buckeyes had. Now, you have to wonder how bad they really need a tight end. They did go down and get C.J. from the Cincinnati Bengals. So, and again, they had Conklin from Minnesota last year, so one has to wonder how bad they needed a tight end, but Rucker has certainly a lot of upside. They had an offensive lineman, and they added edge rusher Michael Clemens, who some feel that could have been maybe drafted a little bit earlier. So the Jets had just about almost near the perfect draft, and yet I have to give the Jets an A, one of the rare A's I believe I've given out, but they get an A, and it's a high grade, and it's well-deserved for the Jets, for the Jets brass. We step in the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of people for the Philadelphia Eagles could very well win the NFC East this year, and that could be a very interesting statement. The thing is, the Eagles had a pretty good draft. You went out and you got... Jordan Davis to add to the the defensive line. Now Fletcher Cox, he came back. He was he came back for lesser money. It's a pretty decent defensive line still, and you just added made it better by adding Jordan Davis. Now they've added maybe the center of the future in Cam Jurgens from Nebraska, a very solid offensive lineman. Again, Kelsey pretty much handpicked this guy, and if Kelsey handpicks you, you must see something. And again. The Eagles seem to always put together a decent offensive line. This guy just adds to the the mix. Now, Dean from Georgia is a steal. He's had some injuries. He slipped in the draft, but the Eagles gambled on him, and it could pay off to be a nice little gamble for the for the Eagles. Now, for yeah, the other drafts, they you know, had an edge player and you had no a tight end, but but for the certainly for the Eagles. I gotta be honest with you. I gotta give them. I gotta give them an A minus. I know we just gotta give them the Jets an A plus, but the Eagles get an A minus. I would almost give them a B plus, but I kind of like what they did with the first three picks. And to me, the first three picks they did was enough for me to give them an A an A minus. Now let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the other Pennsylvania team. 
Certainly, they need they need a quarterback for the future. They got him and Kenny Pickett, the only first round pick. We must say, the only first round pick as a quarterback in this year's draft. Now, George Pickens, a lot of people feel George Pickens is reminds him a lot of AJ Green with, with the University of Georgia. And the one thing about Pittsburgh is they know how to draft their wide receivers. It's been a history for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm interested to see what he what he can do. They also drafted Calvin Austin. Calvin Calvin Austin. Is, could be a very interesting player for the you know for the Steelers moving forward. I believe he can return kicks, and that could be something that he will be asked to do an awful an awful lot. Again, they drafted you know they drafted a tight end and all linebacker, but for them, for them, I got to give I'm gonna give Pittsburgh a C a C plus. They got the quarterback of the future. I'm interested to see what Pickens can do in Austin. But again, you know, again, I would love to see him trying to go ahead and get a couple of offense linemen with these picks, bulk up the offense line some more. You know, maybe some, maybe some more help in the secondary. I would love to see him do that. But for them, I'm gonna give him a C plus. The San Francisco 49ers. Now the 49ers. They got an edge rusher, which adds pretty much adds right to their deep to their deep to their defense. Davis Price from LSU becomes a very interesting pick because again, the one thing about the Shane, about Kyle Shanahan, they always seem to find a running back somewhere, whether he's off the streets or not. I'm interested to see what Price can do. Now, Danny Gray, Gray's an interesting pick from SMU because you don't know what the future holds for 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 Debo, what it's going to hold. They fail Greg. It, it kind of fits in that Debo, that Debo like like mold. Um, of course, the last pick in the draft, Brock Purdy from um, from Iowa State, is an interesting pick. But for them, it's again they drafted. You know, again they stayed a lot on the defensive side of the ball to bulk up the defense a, a little bit more. They did draft a couple of offensive linemen for the 49ers. I'm gonna give them a C a C minus. I'm not. I don't know what to expect really from Drake Jones just yet. Uh, Price, you never know. Could Price get some playing time for them this year? That's something to be. And with Danny Gray, I gotta be honest with you. I'm interested to see if they'll they'll put Gray to use this year or not. The Seattle Seahawks. Now for Seattle, they got an offensive lineman. Something they need to upgrade was the offensive line. They got Charlie Cross from Mississippi State. They got an uh, edge rusher from University of Minnesota, Mafi. Could be an interesting player for them down the road. Of course, they got Kenny Walker with with Chris Carlson's neck at Granite. I'm interested to see if Walker will eventually be the starting running back. Rashard Pitty did return for a year, but if uh, Pitty struggles, Gets hurt again. Walker steps in and takes over. It ends up being a great pick for the Seattle Seahawks. Again, they did stay a lot on the offensive offensive side of the ball. They drafted some defensive players. Seattle didn't have that bad of a draft, really. For Seattle, I'm gonna give them a B minus. I kind of like. I kind of like what they did. They got some offensive line help. Walker, I believe, could be has a very interesting future ahead of them. They did draft a a receiver from Rutgers, but again. You got pretty. You got two quality receivers already in place. Let's go, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, 
They drafted Logan Hall. Logan Hall, some people feel he could have been a late first-round pick, at least in some people's eyes he could have been. But again, Logan goes right along that. He'll fit right on the defensive, defensive line. They, after they added a, um, a lineman from Central Michigan, who will certainly get a chance to step in and get a little bit of playing time. Don't think he's going to start, but he will get a chance to step in. Now, Rashard White from Arizona State could be a very interesting pick with the with the with the Leonard Fournette weight thing. White could be a guy to certainly look at for fantasy owners down the road. Cade Cade coming from um, University of uh, yeah University of Washington again. He's an interesting guy to keep an eye on for the future. Um, for Tampa Bay, it's kind of a, it's kind of an up up and down grade. I will give them I will give them a. I'll give him a C minus, C plus. I could give him a B minus, but I'm interested to see what these what these what these picks do. Um, I could see maybe use another offensive lineman, maybe throw in a receiver, even though it's not a must. But with my thing is, I know you got Russell Cage here, but my thing is, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see if. How it's going to how it's going to pan out this year as far as as receiving core goes. Godwin is is uh, ACL injury. I would love to see him get a, a, maybe an extra receiver here, maybe an extra lineman, but we'll see how it goes from Tampa Bay. For Tennessee now, for Tennessee is they drafted Burks, who is supposed to be AJ Brown's replacement. Burks has had you know had an asthma attacks in college. He came to camp a little, you know, he didn't come to camp until late, so he comes. Roger McCurry from Auburn, I do like the pick. It adds to the to the um, sec, the um secondary. They've had some offensive, they had some of the offensive linemen, a couple of receivers. Um, Malik Willis is a very interesting pick. Everybody thinks Malik Willis should have been the second pick, second quarterback taken in this draft. He falls, he falls. Ken Willis, Ken Willis replace Ryan Tannehill because let's be honest with you, that's kind of the, that's kind of where we're going going at with this pick. Haskins, I think, is an interesting pick from the University of Michigan. No, he's not going to unseat Derrick Hill. I mean, Derrick Henry, excuse me, he's not going to unseat. But I'm interested to see if Haskins will fall into the into that spot where he becomes the new, or maybe he becomes the possible backup to look at down the road. Like I said, a couple of receivers. Burks has potential, but it kind of worries me a little bit. For that, you know, for that, they did get an off, they did get one offensive lineman. I would love to see him get a couple of offensive linemen. Uh, they did get some, you know, help, help in the secondary. For them, for them, I got to give them, I'm going to give them a C plus. I think it all depends on what Burks. If Burks can step right in and be right away, I'll give him a B. But for right now, it's a C plus for me. Let's talk about Washington. Washington needed a receiver to go along with McLean. They went out and got Dotson from Penn State. That's a, something they need to address, and they did. And they did that. The interesting pick is Brian Robinson from Alabama. That pick kind of intrigues me a little bit. Antonio Gibson. Did very well for himself last year, and JD did return as the third down back. So I'm interested to see what Robinson can do. Could Robinson 
be a guy that you use on third and one and third and two. Does he become a goal line back? That's something that I'm, that I'm interested in seeing. Another pick is Sam Howell. And yes, you got Carlson Woods, but does Sam Howell become the future for Washington? That's something that we will find out in due time. Now, again, Washington, they went out and got a receiver to replace and possibly the number two guy. Robinson, I'm interested to see what they could do with Robinson and the running back. I don't think he was a huge must-knee. Hal. Hal is interesting. I'm, I'm interested to see what Hal, what Hal can do as far as, you know, as, far as, that, as that, that goes. Will he be the quarterback of the future? That is something I'm interested to see what's going to happen. But for Washington... Washington, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a C, and we'll see. We'll see if Dodson and the rest, of the rest of the crew, will step up and you know and can be able, and able to do and be able to do the job. Again, Sam Howell's guy that a lot of people thought would be a top quarterback. You know, was if he came out last year, he would have been a top quarterback. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that with that pick. And if he will be their quarterback for the Washington's future. Well, as I promised, I finally de- I finally delivered on the on the draft grade. My apologies to my fans out there. It should have been it should have been sooner than what it was. But again, I have a chance to um, I had a chance to actually do two two episodes in one day. Um, probably won't see that too often. That's it. For my drafts, I gave you know, I gave only you know two two A's out. I was harsh on my Bengals. I gave them a, a, a D. Um, there were some I did I grade I kind of gave more C's out. I'm a harsh critic. Some critics, some critics out there are a little more lenient than I am. But again, again, when I started this podcast back last year, I have to be I have to be harsh. I have to be a harsh critic. I mean, I call it down the middle. I don't pull punches. I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, but I'll bash Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you can't show no favoritism. I know there's some people out there that show favoritism to their players. Some people are big LeBron James fans or Tom Brady fans or Aaron Rodgers fans or whatever the case might be. But again, I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, yes. But the thing is, I'll bash the Bengals. And again, Again, I, I did that, I did that, I did that here. Um, as far as, you know, all the football news that have come out, I guess we'll talk one quick note. It's not really a big note. I see that Josh Rosen got signed got signed by the Cleveland Browns. They bought him and A.J. McCarron in. Josh evidently beat A.J. McCarron out to be signed by the Cleveland Browns. Now, again, this is certainly... In case Deshaun Watson serves whatever suspension he's going to serve, we don't know how many games he's going to serve to serve. But basically, that's all this. That's all this was was to basically for more depth issues. Now, to me, we figured Jacoby Brissett's going to be the star if Watson serves any suspension. And right now, the number two guy would be what Josh Rosen or Joshua Dobbs. And to me, <laughs> it's it's kind of like you can flip a coin between those two. Heads is Rosen. Yeah, or tails as Dobbs, because to me that's kind of what you that's kind of what you're doing in that spot. Um, Rosen's been a bust since he got drafted by the Cardinals, and to me Dobbs has been on Pittsburgh's roster. I believe he was on the Jacksonville Jaguars roster briefly, 
And I don't really see either one of them really, neither one of them is going to, is going to beat out Shakur Brissett for the job. And if Shakur Brissett gets hurt, Watson serves a, a huge suspension, Cleveland's going to be in a real, real hurry at quarterback. And it's sad. Cleveland has a very talented roster. And it's very sad to have to go through that. But Cleveland's willing to go through aches and pains and pay Watson X amount of money because they feel that he is a way better upgrade than one Baker Mayfield. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for the time for this episode. Thank you for joining me. And I will see you again very soon.